Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres, from the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. Well, we'll go over, this is Monday morning, Monday afternoon, we'll go over the two games that passed on Saturday. Uh, We didn't have a chance to recap after the game. But Saturday, we had Morocco versus Portugal. Morocco won 1-0. And then in the afternoon, we had England versus France. France won 2-1. Now, let's go over the Morocco and Portugal Portugal game. And let's just, after reviewing everything and from articles to other podcasts to my own opinion of the game itself... uh, Morocco is offering a lot of defense, a lot of learning how to play out through the back, a strong midfield, a strong defense, uh, not conceding goals, not conceding chances, um, making sure the opposition is never comfortable f- throughout the pitch. And Morocco's offering that, and they're, that's their identity, that's their game plan, that's what their coach wants them to do, and that's how they're playing. Uh High energy, high octane tempo. Uh, sometimes eleven in the back. Sometimes maybe uh, you know one up front. No, I mean they're providing their chances. They are asking ZH to drop back and um, to play as that deep line playmaker at times, getting them out of the, the the back so they can start playing forward. And and it's it's important for that team to have their playmaker willing to do that defensive effort and also dropping back and and playing in those uncomfortable spaces where he typically doesn't play. He's a wide player from on the right who likes to tuck in and, and grab the ball and start playing from there higher up the pitch. But he's asked to uh, get the ball deeper and come out playing, and that's so viable for that team. That's why they won 1-0 from that great cross and the uh, great leaping header that uh, Al Sarawari scored. Um, mistake by the goalkeeper from Portugal. Let's let's say that um, he misguided that chance. He probably should have just stayed in his net. He didn't realize the other, the Moroccan player was going to jump for that ball. But let's say Portugal never really got into the game. Essentially, letting letting their own identity play at times. They made themselves way too early. They catered to Ronaldo coming off the bench. Um, Bruno Fernandes more frustrated than ever. Joao Felix frustrated, waving their arms around. And Ramos never got into the game with an opportunity. So hindsight is 2020. Sometimes the subs come on too late. Sometimes the subs come on too early. I don't know. I can't. I can't get a grasp of the games against Morocco. They're just playing tremendously well, and they deserve the credit because they are making these teams work for it. And their next opponent will be France in the semifinals, the first African team to play in the semifinal, the first African coach to get uh, our African nation to the semifinals. A tremendous applause for them. They deserve the credit. They've defended well. They've scored when they needed to score. They've won. They've beat teams out in penalty kicks. So they topped their group, and they're worthy. Um, they're worthy team to be in the semifinal from their own record. Um, let's move to France versus England. Um, France. 
they weren't at their best today on this game. They weren't uh, providing that um, dominance in the game. England dominated them. England had more of the chances. England had more of the squad in itself. Uh, Gareth Southgate played his style. He didn't cater to, to France. He he asked uh, certain Kyle Walker to defend killing Mbappe, and, and he asked his team to prevent any balls getting to Mbappe so he forced everyone to play towards them and you know everyone forgot about Antoine Griezmann that's why he had two assists today they let loose him and he was able to find those pockets of space to for the cross and for for the passes to Achuameni and the cross to Jeru uh, and and Griezmann deserves all the credit in the world for being that player that stepped up in the time when his team needed and drew many to take that shot. Uh, I don't know if, if he takes that shot nine out of ten times. I don't think that will go in. But, hey, this is it's a 90-minute game, World Cup time. Anything can happen. You take the chance and you go with it. And they in England, the issue with England, and it, and it comes back to it, they have a great squad, but they are weak in center back position. John um, Harry Maguire, John Stones. They're not dominant players in the center of defense. They are not. They're easily vulnerable. They maybe lack experience. They may be young. It's something that they have to work on, something that uh, people are still wondering about. I mean, but they England didn't play a bad game. They were one kick away from tying the game from Harry Kane's miss to make it 2-2 and, and continue on into overtime and and penalty kicks. Who knows where that would have gone? I mean, that penalty kick was so crucial, and it's unfair to blame it all on Harry Kane because when the team plays, uh, the team wins, and then when it when someone misses and makes a mistake, the team loses. It's a team sport. Everyone wins and everyone loses at the same time, the same amount of credit. So essentially, I think England, we were seeing them in the finals of the Euros. We were seeing them in the semifinals of the World Cup last time. Now we see them out in the quarterfinals, but they were much better this time. They were much, much better than those two performances, and they played a high-quality team. Um, France might have the best 11 uh, on the pitch. They might not have much subs, and so I don't know how long they'll last in this tournament, but Morocco is missing um, missing some injuries, some key players in, in defense, so we'll see where that stands. Should be a great game. I I'll see that France may pull this off with the high quality they have in midfield and the and the solidity they have around the midfield. Um, one thing is for sure: this team can give up mistakes. Hopefully, they brush it off from the last game because they offered a lot of mistakes to England to come back into the game. France can't afford that, but they will be on more of the front foot against Morocco and Morocco will sit deep and try to counter so we'll see where that goes um I don't know uh Morocco might have destiny in them but I I I can't see Morocco beating France and France might have some trouble holding down killing Mbappe Hakimi will have to need extra help so that frees up other players we'll see what happens it's going to be an interesting game but France has a lot of weapons so We'll see where I, I'm choosing France and uh, for the semifinal on Wednesday. And I have Argentina and Croatia. Again, Croatia went through by beating Brazil in PKs. And Argentina went through by beating Netherlands in PKs. So Argentina and Croatia tomorrow at 2 p.m. 
exciting game. Messi in the semifinals again of the World Cup. Uh, same as the time in World Cup 2014 in Brazil. So we'll see where he comes out. Um, I am going to say this, that Argentina have grown a bit in this tournament from the loss. Grown better. I think they're learning that they're not going to have to be a possession-based team and controlling the full-on game. Um, they're going to have to match Croatia in midfield, I think. That's the key of it all. Croatia is a team that has a trio midfield that is a tremendously good. They, they're three top players that play in top teams, and they dominate on their team, and they're catalysts on their team, and they're catalysts here in this team. They are the heartbeat of this team, and the defense has gotten better, younger, and faster. So the front line is those players are willing to put in a shift in, but they're not as talented. But Argentina, my way of thinking is some, you know, match them in the field, give up possession, let Croatia have the possession and try to beat them with a messy magic. And that's what I think they're going to rely on. They have Messi has his workhorses around him. Messi has his teammates that are willing to do the dirty work for him. And I think that's what this team is catered to. We'll see how Croatia handles Messi essentially because that's what separates a lot of teams from Argentina. They just they have Messi who can light up light up a game at any moment and win it all in in a few ma- in a few seconds with some brilliance. We'll see. I think Argentina, Croatia will give them a match. I think Croatia will play better. May probably play more on the front foot and contain Messi because they're they're going to rely on their defense. They're going to rely on Modric, Kozovic, and um, Brozovic, who are tremendous players in midfield. But Argentina might just pack the midfield and free up Messi up front. So we'll see. I think that is something's key. That's Argentina. I'm taking Argentina because they have Messi, and I think a France Argentina rematch from the uh, from the last time from the from the last world cup is key and i think um it's maybe will be a better spectacle who knows but i would like that essentially so i'm going argentina i'm going france to win this game france to win in the 90 minutes argentina to win on penalty kicks i think essentially they're going to take it to the wire but um We'll see. Uh, it's highly li- it's highly likely there may be a France Croatia game too, or Morocco and Croatia final. Who would have thought that? Um, but I do also want to mention to to you guys the um, the passing of Grant Wall um, in Qatar, a great American journalist who worked for Sports Illustrated, did a lot of covers for them, a lot of articles, great investigational work, and he. Him passing away in the overtime game in, in the overtime period of uh, Argentina versus Netherlands is a huge loss for the soccer community here in America and across the world. He's a great journalist, well respected, and one of the reasons why I did podcasts at the, at this time because I do recall him and giving me a lot of um, when I used to listen to him for his when he was doing covering his World Cup in 2018 through Russia. And the way he portrayed himself and made it very more of a conversational like and pointing out his ideas, interviewing people. And he was a journalist that wasn't afraid to investigate and also put out those tough questions for people, make them give some genuine answers. And um, so he's it's hit home a little harder for losing someone like uh, Grant Wall, who's a great journalist. And my deepest consoles for him and his family. Um, and. 
Um, he's one of the reasons why I got into podcasting, listening to his uh, podcast show in the World Cup 2018. Uh, great um just some great stories and great conversations he would have with his viewers and his listeners. But um, let's just get ready for Tuesday semifinal versus Argentina and Croatia. And then Wednesday, France versus Morocco. We'll see. Let's hope I'm right. France versus Argentina in the final on Sunday. Um, thank you all for listening. Please rate and subscribe to, to the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Bye, guys.